Greetings out there to all you wonderful Uber geeks. Thanks for popping in and listening to In Absentia, Episode 5, Smash and Grab. I'm really hoping you're all jiving with the story so far. I know I am. Things are starting to heat up a little bit. We're starting to learn a little bit more about the world of In Absentia. And it's only going to get meatier. So stick with us. Keep on listening. Keep hitting that play button. Remember to hit those like and reviews. Without any further ado, I give you episode five. Tonight's going to be possibly our first combat. We'll see how lucky I am. And if we get, I mean, unfortunate I am and get a TPK. So just to go around the table and introduce everyone john why don't you go first i wasn't busy doing things like tweeting i'm john i go by seasonal bard on most social media and uh, i play quill the tabaxi wizard and i'm Anne. um i play story who is the kenku rogue and i am now crafty heathen on i think everything i don't know i Went and got all the social media. So I've said nothing on any of them, but I'm out there. The crafty heathen or crafty heathen, depending on what was available. I just had a bunch of coffee. That's why I'm dancing. I'm caffeinated and I'm probably going to be annoying. So just uh, FYI. And I spent an hour in my car singing uh, to the Pride 2021 soundtrack. So I'm good. Nice. I'm hyped. Great. So that leaves Mark. I uh, am Mark. I am playing the Dragonborn Sorcerer, Zigrit, uh, and I don't really do much on social media, so you won't find me there. You'll find me here, though. Well, that's good. I'm glad, because <laughs> I, could, I could DM a party of two, but it's a little more entertaining with a third person. So, yeah. All right. So, anyways. You won't find me here, either. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, I'm gone. We kind of left things off on a cliffhanger. You had gone to feel out Heinrich, who is a mysterious merchant. Well, not really super mysterious, but he's a merchant in town who you guys kind of had a lead on, might have some involvement in Goodfrey's debt and may have something to do with what's going on with this poor girl's murder and i mean incidentally in the death of goodfree himself i mean more directly we could lay that on someone's hands not pointing any fingers or (laughs) that's where we left things off you guys were questioning him and he was kind of getting that weird disoriented glazed look in his eyes as you were questioning him at several points and then again one particular person had a couple of questions that he wanted to ask right as we split the party ironically enough as we cut off for the night heinrich who instead of being this kind of face person for the store turns out to be what looks like the hired muscle uh kind of reached under the counter for something with a glazed look in his eyes. And that's where we left off. So am I back? Yet? Uh, not quite. Did we, did we decide that we rested before this? I believe, well, you guys had, uh, 
Let's see. So you guys had gone and looked at Goodfrey's house, right? Uh-huh. And then you went to the chapel. Uh-huh. And two of you went to mods, and then you came. So no, no resting. Okay. Cool, cool. We're just very tired. We're very tired. Very tired. <laughs> it's Yeah, because I think we had said it's, it's kind of like getting to the afternoon. Yeah, that's right. Probably later than that. I, I even kind of like prompted you guys because like, remember I was like, "It's kind of getting late in the day. Do you guys want to go?" We yeah, that's right. We decided we were going to go camp on the edge of town, but we didn't get that far yet. No, we decided to push buttons from someone who. Would... <laughs> let's, let's stop at this place before we go <laughs> camp at the edge of town. <laughs> It'll only take a minute. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Just need some milk quick. I mean, I'm fine. Story, she's fine. She's going to go get uh, the priesty guy. The What did you call him? The churchy guy, I think? Religious dude. The religious dude. That's right. Yeah, so she's she's busy getting the religious dude, Ziggurat. The head religious Head Whoever religious like dude. That's, that's right. But Quill and Ziggurat are actually in the store. I imagine you guys are kind of a little on edge, but probably haven't... I mean, you guys didn't say you were readying any actions prior to to Quill spouting off at the mouth. However, you did say that you had your desert gecko out, so you do have your eyes. You had also said you were looking around the shop, but your desert gecko was... Keeping keeping an eye on Heinrich, yeah. Let's roll for initiative. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Who could have foreseen this? And I wait. Yeah. As you can see in that trusty tool of ours, I rolled a 12. I suppose I can use it. I oh. hope you didn't notice notice that. I did see that. That's yeah. a... I, I know you saw it. I just don't <laughs> I did not it. notice it. But fortunately, I have this lovely device next to me that's recording, and I can always go back. I got a four. Oh, Damn. I'm going probably last. I rolled a two plus two. I'm back, baby. Actually, I, I take it back. And could you roll initiative for a story? I and what was your base speed? 30 feet? 30 feet. Oh, damn. 15 plus five. Is 20. But you're also Ooh. unrushed and don't know what's going on, really. Oh, uh, you did say you were like sprinting, didn't you? I'm rushed. Yeah. Like, yeah, I saw the necklace. I saw him start to glaze over. I didn't see him grab underneath the counter. But as soon as I connected necklace and glazed eyes, I ran and should be close to back. It was only across. If if only Friar Benjamin's base speed weren't 10 feet. No, beat <laughs> what? <laughs> if only he weren't an old man. He's missing a leg. You're killing me. <laughs> She thought she was being preemptive. She thought, leave these two guys alone for 10 minutes. This is going to get started on that fighter now. Um, She's going to come back home. She's going to come back to two corpses. You got a 12 cigarette? Uh, That is correct. What's your base dex? Um, 13. Okay. And Quill, and then I need to actually roll for Fire Benjamin, even though he won't be there for a while. Damn. Okay. First, we'll say that you guys don't really have time to react as Quill's back is kind of turned, even though he is kind of aware of what's going on. Ziggurat, you're just kind of talking. 
Heinrich, this big, hulking, delicious half-orc, and I say delicious because he does kind of have high charisma, he kind of slips his hand down, his eyes, remember, kind of glazed over still. He pulls out meaty-looking club. In the side of it, were you to look closely, it would have Bethany carved into it. Just to give you kind of this general layout of the room, like I said, it's not a huge shop. You can all maneuver about relatively easily. It's, we'll say, 20 by 30, 30 wide, 20 deep. There's a five-foot walkway behind the counter. There's a five-foot walkway in front of the counter. And then there's two tables and then shelves along the sides full of goods. Okay? Making sense so far? Yep. Heinrich leaps over the counter, gets up close to Quill, because Quill was asking questions that he probably shouldn't have been. Heinrich should still have plenty of movement, and he still has his action. So he is going to club Quill. And he still kind of has this glazed over look in his eyes. That would be an 18 to hit. That does hit. That does (laughs) hit. Okay. This could get ugly really quickly. (laughs) Uh, That is three damage. Uh Uh-huh. Quill is very badly beaten. <laughs> Bruised. Bruised. Story is two rounds away. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Wait, you forgot you forgot his uh his shopkeep. Yeah, his lackey. After that, it would be Story and Fire Benjamin. I'm assuming you guys are just hoofing double moving. Yeah. Okay. I imagine so. He, his is so slow, I'm kind of No, he his he's got a normal He's got a normal human base speed. I'm going to give him disadvantage on his first attack roll because he'll be winded, though. So glad I went to get him. And that'll lead us to Ziggurat. All right. Uh, Ziggurat <laughs> goes, whoa, mate. And uh, th- the layout here is uh, my my pal just got thwopped by a club. And shopkeeper friend is where again exactly? Shopkeeper friend was, you know, remember Heinrich could kind of gave him the the nod and he went in back all right i will specifically target our buddy old pal here that just uh swapped my buddy old pal and i will be using firebolt as a cantrip okay so ziggurat has his wand and he like pulls out a bunch of fire from the wand into his hand and he and i'm assuming goes right over the top of the of heinrich's head Yes. Yes, it does. You, you. I mean, it, it just kind of whoosh right over his shoulder. He doesn't even seem like he really reacts. He's got that glazed look in his eyes still. Sure. Quill, it would be your turn. I disengage as my action. And uh, so Tabaxi, Tabaxi have this nifty little, nifty little trick that lets them double their movement speed. As long as in the next round after that, they only move zero feet. So, uh, or well, as long as I can't use it again until I move zero feet in turn. So I'm going to just uh, book it out of the shop. I'm leaving <laughs> is my. Uh... <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> he he beat here. me in the face <laughs> pretty badly. That's true. He pummeled you in the face. And you're not really. I mean, I can't imagine you've ever been in a physical scuffle before. Not a non-wizarding type of fight either. So, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> he just runs. I book it out of the shop. I'm probably in the square at least 40 feet away. Yeah, like I said, I mean, you're still kind of shopping around in the front when he leaped over. So then uh, in back, you just hear a lot of shouting. And what the hell is the smell that why does it smell burnt? And you hear some crashing and clattering and just Ziggert, you'd be the only one that kind of in the doorway sees this guy like panting like what the fuck is going on he's crazy he hit my <laughs> he hit my mate with a club quill since you're not in the room anymore ziggurat why don't you why don't you give me let's just do a straight up intelligence check Ooh, i'm worried about that with my character oh ho, 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 look at that not 20 oh, damn it kind of clicks after this fireball whizzes past his head and he has no reaction. You see the glazed look in his eye. He's clearly right now under direct control by someone. And you think to yourself, you know, maybe it might kill him. But at this point, he's trying to kill us or at least hurt us. You know, if we get that amulet off, it might kill him. But at least he won't kill us. And if he survives, he'll be out of the control of this other person. Okay. Would it be fair to say like the amulet is like reacting right now? Like, is it is it doing something that I notice that it's no? But I just being in the room when mm-hmm. you had the other guy when he kind of got that glazed over expression and how how Heinrich is is not really responding mm-hmm. like he should with having a fireball shoot past his head. You kind of put two and two together, especially with the knowledge you have, because you did your uh, detect magic roll on the amulet before. True. Yeah, that makes sense. So especially with that higher roll, you kind of like, oh, wait a second. Did you say the shopkeeper's back or did he come in and then leave again? The front? No, the shop assistant. in the doorway to the main shop now. Can I, can I, when I notice that, tell him that like, oh, it's, he's got a necklace on him and... Uh, it's, I, I think it's controlling him. He's, he's never gotten into a fight in our shop before unless someone really deserved it. So what did you do? <laughs> I'm probably like ducking under his club. As he's like wailing at me. <laughs> oh, Nelson, I swear. <laughs> Story and Friar Benjamin, you're approaching. Like you just saw a quill just burst out. You saw this flash of light and like maybe a little puff of smoke out of the side of the the shop and like the windows are covered in soot a little bit. Benjamin's is really, really having a tough time being the middle aged um, out of shape gentleman. He is. Can I see anything other than the doorway and quill and a puff of smoke? You see, you see quill like abnormally fast coming out of this place on all fours booking it. <laughs> Hackles up like a cat. Yeah. Like he's <laughs> just flying. Yeah. The, Action is still going on in there. Oh, yeah. You can tell there's something going on in there. As Quill's breathing, he's hissing. like <laughs> His hackles are up. <laughs> uh, so I do the what the look um, and then go as far in as I can. At this point, you're just outside, basically a, f- a few feet from the front doorway. So next turn, you'd okay. definitely be able to make it in there. Right now, you're just kind of hanging out, so to speak. What can I see in the doorway? You see a big, beefy guy, Heinrich, with his club. And he is that glazed over expression. And you see Ziggurat's like, he just finished casting a spell. And you can hear some yelling, too. 
Is Ziggurat in the way? No. Nope. He would be kind of off to the stage right. Heinrich would just have leapt over stage left, sort of where Quill just left. Dumb question, and then I'll, I'll have a decision. Does it take an action to pull my crossbow out? No, that is part of your standard action, but I don't know if you can do it on a double no. move. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I am finishing up a double move? Yeah. Okay, then there's nothing. I can see what's going on. You could gesticulate wildly. Try to communicate with simple, quick gestures in your... Well, Ziggurat's busy, and Quill's gone, so... I'm out in the square. I'm there. He's on his way out, and you're, like, pathing, basically. Because <laughs> he's, like, 40 feet past the door, and you're, like, within five feet of the door. So he would have just, like, burst past you. I'm not going to whistle. I'm bleeding. I'm, I'm obviously Quill bleeding. Quill just hisses over his shoulder. <laughs> he's got, like, a comedic cartoon bump on his head. <laughs> and Gecko's hanging on to it. Yeah. <laughs> Friar Benjamin, from his robes, you see him pull out a mace. You never noticed that he's been carrying before. And in his other hand, he kind of clutches his symbol of Paylor. And then we go back to Ziggurat. Ziggurat's going to go, My father was stronger than me. We'll try this. And uh, I'm going to use my maneuver to grapple and try to take that necklace off. Okay. And use my action to try to... I, I guess I don't know. Is, is grapple the, yes. an action? Yeah, grapple's an action. So I'm going to grapple yes. uh, as an action. And uh, with that grapple, try to pull off that necklace. Okay. In his glazed state, uh, I'll even give you advantage on that grapple check. All right. And that's um, an opposed strength check, if memory serves. Looks like it. All right. Rolling with advantage. Hey, 20. You successfully grapple him. I would imagine, like, actually physically ripping it off would be probably your next round action. That makes sense. I've I've got him pretty subdued. I think, what does grappling do? He has to do another check to escape me. Yes. Yep. It's a condition being grappled. Yes. I'm trying to figure out how to add the grappled condition. On, on the right-hand side below the HP, there's conditions, and you can click, uh, left-click on that. And... Yeah, grappled's about halfway down. Yep, I got it. Perfect. Are you going to say anything to anyone else? Uh, I'm going to maybe in the scuffle see some black feathers <laughs> nearby and uh, <laughs> just convey the same thing to story like, oh, remember how that guy uh, lit on fire before? This one's got a necklace just like the other one. I'm going to try to rip it off. Hopefully he doesn't light. Hopefully this one doesn't die. <laughs> and then that would go to Heinrich's turn. So really, he doesn't have a lot of options. I think he can. I think he can either attack you or try to break the grapple if memory serves. Yeah, I think unless he has a well, he does have a club, so I guess he could try to hit me with that still. But he is going to break free, which I think is just another straight up strength check with disadvantage. We'll stay. Well, oh, you better hope it's worse than that. Is do if is it opposed? Like, how does that work? Do I? Yeah, it's so in fifth edition, it's an opposed roll. You roll strength again, and to escape, he can either roll athletics or uh, acrobatics. But yeah, you would roll. Athletics. Gotcha. So, oh, I'd roll athletics. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you might have some bonus. I'll do that yeah. instead, which is actually worse than my raw strength check, which uh, was eleven. So that's the DC then. Yeah, and he did. So he breaks free, 
And I think that is his full action. I don't think he can move after he breaks it. Okay. And then we go back to Quill's turn. So seeing that there's more people here, I'm I'm going to probably just shout in a somewhat exasperated tone. He's controlled. We have to free him. And probably kind of make my way. Oh, oh no, I, I, I want to get that action back just in case I have to run further. So I'm going to stay where I am. I'm going to stay there. But yeah, I, I inform uh, Father Benjamin and our, our bird friend outside that, yeah, he's being controlled. Some shit is going down. I know you can't move. Can you take any other actions? Or no? I can move. I just don't get the this feline agility is what the ability is. And I, if I want to get it back, I need to move zero feet. But I can move. Sure. So, I mean, I guess I'd go join them at the door, but I would keep my distance because I don't want to hit me. I want to get closer. Okay. But just to be clear, though, like, that's it, though? Yeah, I'm not attacking or... Like, okay, I'm that's basically dedicating at. my action to informing Father Benjamin Heinrichs under the control of something or someone. It is Human Lackey's turn. You guys actually don't even know his name. So this works out because I don't have one for him yet. And he's just going to run straight up to Heinrich. He like immediately he notices just passively that there's something off with Heinrich. And he just kind of grabs him by the shoulders and starts shaking him. Heinrich, Heinrich, what, what the hell? Snap out of it, man. This is your shop. He's just kind of in shock. And, he, you know, that's his action right there. He's just trying to rouse him out of whatever stupor this is. And then we'll go back to Story. So Story, remember, you're like five feet out of the doorway. You could easily make it in there to Heinrich if you wanted. So we're trying to get rid of his necklace. That's what's been conveyed to me. Mm-hmm. And so right now you would have Heinrich, Zigrit, and then, you know, kind of towards the back of the store, you have Human Lackey shaking. And Heinrich is facing Human Lackey at this point because he spun him around. And- so the Human Lackey is in front of him. Can I get behind him and with a dagger try to cut the back of the necklace? Yes. Entering the room, you would be kind of behind and at a, a angle to him. So you would be able to do that. What do I roll for? Um, well, if you're trying to be stealthy about it, you could do do a stealth check and just it'd just be a basic targeted attack, which I think you just take a... Uh, I want to say it's like a minus one or something like that to target, or minus two. We'll call it that, because I'm not going to look around in my books while we're live. I'm doing a stealth check and then a unarmed I believe that's how it works. I probably have that wrong, but we'll call it that. Well, I can do a stealth. That's I press a button. Oh, that could have been bad. Uh, Seven plus ten is 14. And he just gets his passive. The animation was slow on the one when it was turning, and I panicked. (laughs) Damn. Okay. He doesn't notice anything. Cool. So then I'm going to try to take my dagger. And cut the neck. I attack the necklace. I believe you can. We'll just say you're an unseen attacker, so we'll give you advantage for funsies. That's probably wrong. That is actually right. I was just looking it up. Okay. Cool. Roll with advantage. Uh, 16 plus 7 is 23. Damn. Okay. Yeah. You snap the 
clasp necklace part of it just breaks. And they told me the last guy was on fire. So as soon as I confirm that it broke, I go backwards. And you should have enough movement speed left with which to do that. Oh, for Ziggurat. It drops and you just get this hot flash in front of you. You can just see burns start to form kind of along his arms and on his face. And he just kind of drops unconscious. You can't immediately tell if he's alive or dead, but you you got it off of him. He is definitely um, incapacitated at the least. I wasn't even in the building. It's not my fault. <laughs> Did anybody see that tabaxi fly out of there? I bet he had something to do with this. He was bleeding. He was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he drops down. He's not moving. If anyone wants to check on him, you can give me a health check. Medicine check? Medicine. Thank you. That's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, Ziggurat's right there, so immediately Ziggurat's going to do a medicine check on him. And it would be a, a pretty easy roll, so like DC 10. Cool. Well, I got an 18. Nice. Okay. So yeah, he's certainly taken some damage. It's very obvious. You know, he was kind of burned from the inside out. He is alive. He's actually not doing too horribly considering he seems to have kind of shrugged off the effects. He's unconscious, but he is he he's not close to death or anything like that. Okay. This Friar Benjamin and everyone I imagine would kind of like crowd in and He saw it, yes. Yes. Yeah. He would have been right there with you outside the door. It just it didn't you didn't quite make it to his turn. Ziggurat calls over to the shop attendant and says, Oh, if you have a rag or something, we need to cover up that. That necklace. Nobody should be able to touch that. Um. Uh, well, I mean, yes. Uh, uh. Let me. Let me. Let me grab something. Hopefully, Heinrich doesn't charge this from my personal account. And a little piece of cloth from the back and like tosses it over. Like, is, is Heinrich going to be okay? Ziggurat just looks up meaningfully at the priest. Friar Benjamin just leans over and he looks and he's. I. I think Heinrich will recover. I feel we all have many questions for him when he is up to it. He kind of kneels down and he grabs a symbol of Paylor and puts his hands on Heinrich's shoulder, closes his eyes, and you hear him kind of whispering a prayer under his breath. Nice. And Heinrich's burns just kind of gradually, in a wave, smooth away. Friar Benjamin just opens his eyes and stands up. He'll be fine now, by the grace of Paylor. Paylor be with you. And he looks right at Quill. Paylor be with you. I'm bleeding. Yeah, I suppose he could probably heal you too, but <laughs> would you let him touch you? No. I was gonna say I didn't think so. But uh and he kinda like moves too and sees you kinda like shrink back a little bit and he's like, Okay. Okay, we're not there yet. It's cool. Hug? No. Oh, it's fine. So now that his visible injuries are gone, Heinrich is breathing steadily, but he's not awake yet. It you don't know how long it'll take him to wake up. I mean, he just he pretty significant internal trauma. But Benjamin goes, I'll go get my acolytes. If someone would grab that thing, bring it with you when you come. I don't I don't want anything to befall any of my acolytes and no offense, but I just met you guys. A little less worried about you except you and looks right at Quill. You sure you don't want me to do a little I'm I'm fine. Okay. Okay. At the I've only known you guys for twenty four hours story gives the fair. Friar Benjamin, he kind of stretches, stands up, 
And he kind of walks out the door around the corner and you just hear retching noises. Haven't run like that in years. I kept it cool. <laughs> Quill will go using probably something from his pack uh, and just scoop up the necklace and the rag and just deposit it in his bag. Okay. Cigarette's sitting on the ground, arms on his knees. He goes, oi. Mates, I'm, I'm bushed. We have to go rest. We can't keep investigating like this all night. It would, we could do with sleep, yes. I mean, Quill probably touches his forehead, puts his paw back down. I'm, I'm ashamed of what that did. Nothing to be ashamed of. Hell, if I would have been near the door, I might have been out there myself. We were just talking to the guy one minute, and the next, he's swinging his club around. Still, the academy taught me to be better than that. Uh, during all of this, story has written down, what the hell did you talk about? I love that every time something happens, everyone's immediate reaction is to freak out and say, <laughs> what the hell did you do? Ziggert gives the 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 lowdown you know that we were asking questions we were um trying to we we were honestly trying to push him a little bit to answer questions that we like quill and i both noticed that he was becoming more uneasy to our questions and we were pressing him more and the more we pressed him about i'm trying to remember the the question what what was the one that pushed him over the edge was uh you wouldn't want to see this town come like come under attack or come under harm yeah. Her next note is: Do you not know how to ask about the weather and wait for reinforcement? It. Well, he could see the weather outside his door. I told him he had nice stuff on the shelves. She just writes small talk much, and just slap him in the face with it multiple times. Yeah, Quill just snaps his fingers and sends the gecko away. And we should go make sure Heinrich is kept safe. Whoever put that necklace on him wants to do him harm, I fear, unless we stay with him or have guards attend to him. He will be in danger far more than we. Then the human with the very nice clothing and, you know, his kind of thin beard kind of pops back around the counter. Um, excuse me. Um, there's this small matter. I'm sorry to bother, but things are on fire. Uh, Yes. There's, I don't want to, I don't, Heinrich might make me pay for that. I'll go Ray of Frost that. Things are now frozen. Oh, you said you're going to Ray of Frost it? I was going to Frost Breath it, but yeah, you it's go ahead. Frozen is better than burning. <laughs> There's some damage. Yeah, so go over there and kind of, <laughs> in a very, uh, I have a, a fire extinguisher nice. on hand, I guess. I Ray of Frost to the flames. And he just stops. He goes, uh, uh, uh. Ziggert flips as he as he's stammering. Ziggert flips a coin. I'm trying to see how much coinage he flips a silver piece over. Story is quickly writing a note to Heinrich. He in fact owes himself all of these things, and he is not to take it out of the uh, the clerk. She asks the clerk, "What's his name?" Jimothy. <laughs> Jimothy Sorson. Dorson. Yes, is not responsible. 
But yeah, Ziggurat does flip a, a silver. So it's the best I can manage right now. But uh, you understand. I don't get a lot of practice. Would the family have stationery that Story brought with her? You might have like a, some of the like front stuff, but you wouldn't have anything like evil incorporate. <laughs> no, but something that a shady merchant would understand. Okay, so phrase or you something. could convey if you're trying to communicate with them either through your writing. To intimidate via note. Yes. <laughs> yes. You could you could roll an intimidation check. God, I should have looked at that. <laughs> She's a bird. She's not that intimidating. Got a beak. No. Uh she is not that intimidating. She rolled seven. Just, oh, oh, okay, good. Just some bird seed. Some go. <laughs> I was trying to help him out. Ziggurat sees the attempt and is like, Aye. and he does an intimidation check to you. He's like, look, the silver will do fine. Oh, come on. <laughs> 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 I got an eight. Quill continues to ignore them and put out the flanks. Uh, Ziggurat, like, <laughs> he as he's walking <laughs> over, he slips on like a broken rod that's on the ground and just like falls over and his intimidating demeanor just becomes him slipping on the floor so he just he's tired too so he falls on his ass and he says oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry story I tried let's get out of here <laughs> just uh, he hey, already fl- after already flipping this over just walks out of the store and I feel like too with his size he probably like knocks over a table or something and all of the goods just go everywhere and he's like <laughs> Just go! Just go! Forget about it! Forget about it! Yeah. You don't owe me anything! It's fine! It's fine! After they leave, Quill stands up, making sure that all the fire is put out. He'll talk to Heinrich about it. You will not be at fault. Well, I don't know about that. He just kind of looks around. It's fine. It's fine. Just go. Just go before something else breaks. Walks in back and he's Grabs a, you see a broom, and he's just like shoving stuff into a pile with the broom. I don't. I I got rid of my gecko. I don't see that. <laughs> oh, you might hear it. Like, <laughs> hear the shoveling of the yeah. broom, and yeah, you know, I tap my way out of there and go join my companions. So Ziggurat just assumes that you know, after being tired, and they all agree to go camping. Is walking towards where whichever edge of town he knows is closest so whatever is most familiar because we decided to go kind of camp out of the town to keep ourselves safe sure and and there would be kind of a a large palisade around the majority of the the courtyard and then the outer town is kind of sprawls out around that and uh so there's kind of the main road that leads out of the town to the south and then it kind of curves east but there's also and i can pull it up here we got fort high tower there's a road after it curves, it goes to the east. There's one to the south, and then to the west too. Immediately outside of Fort Hightower. Okay, those like those are the main paths. If you wanted to stay on a path, or you could just kind of bushwhack it. It's a fairly open, light forest and mixed plains area, so there'd be plenty of place. It'd be fairly exposed, but it it wouldn't be too bad. You could find a little copse of trees or something, and 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 find a nice place to camp out for the night. Yeah, Ziggurat's compelled to say, like, uh, let's, let's uh, just for safest, let's go off the road. Um, looks like there's a patch of trees over there with some tall grass. Have to sit up a fire, 
get some rations going. Yeah, before we get out of town, Quill is Quill is going to tell his companions. I'm gonna I'm gonna go check, make sure Heinrich has guard. Right. For uh, for the night. Well, Ziggurat says which gate to like check out. We we'd be out this gate. Um, probably about a half mile off to the northwest, northeast. I mean, I I can look for you. Yes. So yeah, you guys leave town. It's it was already kind of getting late in the day, and now it's the sun's going down. There's been a little bit of excitement now. You guys are pretty worn. Quill, you head back to the chapel because you already saw the acolytes kind of come and and take Heinrich off on a stretcher. Friar Benjamin meets you as you approach. He goes, "It's it's fine. It's fine. I think you know Heinrich. Heinrich's wounds have healed. He's." He's recovering. He's going to need a good night's rest at least before he's ready to speak. I think Gammon should be involved in this. He needs guard. Someone to protect him. Whoever controlled him realizes what has happened. It will not be us who is in danger. It will be him. Yes, yes, that, that makes that makes a lot of sense. So the, as, as, would you like some tea while we wait? I'll, I'll send an acolyte to to go fetch Gammon if he'll come this late in the evening. Yes, hey, I wouldn't mind resting, having something to drink before I go out into the wilds for the night. Nods to an acolyte and runs off. A few minutes later, he comes back with a nice little tea set. A few little cups. Do you take sugar in your tea, sir? No. Uh, not for such a kindness. So plain is fine. Maybe some, he looks at you as cream? Cream will Will do. Thank you. It's okay. You just say when, and he like pours overly fast, like expecting you're gonna want lots of cream in your tea. So I and you can't see it. So yeah, I can't see it. So when and reach over to the cup, and it's probably like completely soaked. Yeah, it's it's like seventy percent cream at this point. It's like dribbling over the side a little bit. Thank you, Friar Benjamin. You know, takes his eats. A little bit of tiny, tiny little bit of sugar stirs it up with this little spoon. <sighs> Such events in our town. I know you come, at least I assume, with all your magics and strange powers and your derangeness. You can't see it, but you could just kind of hear the rustle of his robes. I assume you're you're from that mage academy in the mountains. For a time, yes, yes, that is where I. Rested my head, yes. I'd ask how that's going for you, but I just from your visage and the fact that you're here and not doing some grand adventure somewhere, it's not gone that well for you. Stumbling blocks we all face. It is a concern of mine, yes. But I am here for grand adventure, as you put it. Just slower than most. Breath kind of gets a little closer as he leans forward. and You can kind of hear rasp of his finger on metal as he's kind of clutching his symbol of paler. He goes, yes, we've, we've all had stumbling blocks on our paths. So I can, I can understand that myself. Well, I, I sincerely appreciate what you've done so far, aside from the death. I, I truly appreciate what you're attempting to do for this town. Gammon's reward notwithstanding. 
I, I do believe when this is all said and done, I, I do feel this town will appreciate what what your little troop is doing. Yes. <laughs> In the desert, death, death is much swifter, crueler. We don't have as much time to grieve. Yes, we we tend to dwell on it here and languish upon it, as it were. But all the same, we we do still enjoy having. There's it's not really a common word for it. Uh, tabaxi, most akin to vengeance, causes death. Vengeance. I, this too, I can understand. I've experienced that myself in my, my younger days. I do hope you need no vengeance here. And if it no. be vengeance, let it be righteous. Maybe peace is a good word for it in common. And peace should be sought for those that have died and those that care for those that die. Aye. He looks at his tea. Conversation such as this, it's more suited for something a little stronger. You see him reach into his robes. or Well, you don't see him, but you hear him. His robes rustle. You hear a cork pop. And he ironically has a fairly large flask hidden in his robes. He grabs your cup and pours, and you smell very strong alcohol. And then he pours some for himself. He goes, this, this is more suited to the type of conversation. And uh, yeah, Quill drinks it. It's clearly not a fine vintage. This is fairly strong alcohol. This is drinking booze, for, for lack of a better word. This is, this is hard drinking booze. And you're kind of shocked a friar of his position would have this kind of alcohol on him. I, I don't know if I would be that shocked by it. Well, no, more so Quill, like the shamans would also, yeah, the shamans in the tribe would also kind of tend the more liquid imbibements in the tribe because, I mean, they'd be used in rituals. So that would that good shit, too. Yeah. So they're historically drunk. A little bit, yeah. The faxy, so yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised that much, but he'd be surprised as maybe this strong. But beyond that, no, he he takes a long drink, and you can hear gulps. It's not like little sips. I mean, in his his breath's a little ragged afterward. Uh, I trying to put on a good face for my flock, but this is this is more than I anticipated. I I came here hoping. To bring peace and quiet and now more deaths in a day than I've seen in two months. And he takes another drink and you hear him refill his cup. I came here to snap my fingers and bring the gecko forth. I came here to research magic. To grow. Achieve potential. I did not expect to be wrangled so by my burden i if magic's what you came here to find i i fear you'll find more of it than you bargained for i did not want violence i did not want death or pain (laughs) i've had more than enough of that already but again we will do our best 
the companions and I, though we may not be the most well-trained, we'll do what we can and see justice done. Aye, we all do our best. Sloshes it back. I drink the rest of my cup. <laughs> As he's finishing off the last few dregs, you can hear it just go, go, go. And then you hear the door creak open and he rustles and Cork goes back in. It's under his robes. Sir, hey, Sir Gammon, be here very shortly. Ah, yes. Well, it appears, appears uh, my duties call. And he is completely back to poker face. Even his voice completely changes to just smooth, calm, same Friar Benjamin you saw in the store before you heard the retching noises. Quill, Quill takes a moment and debates whether or not he wants to be the one who gets yelled at by Sir Gammon for what's been going on. Sighs and finishes the dregs in his cup. Stands and goes with Friar Benjamin. Like, I've kind of alluded to this. It's been fairly clear that Friar Benjamin and Sir Gammon kind of have a rough working relationship, but they are not friends. And that's been very apparent just these little chit chats that they've had the few times that you've seen them both together and the way they at least Friar Benjamin has talked about scamming. Benjamin walks ahead and he actually leaves the front of the chapel and Sir Gammon is sitting there. You don't know where the chair came from. It's clearly not something that the chapel had, but it's probably something that the guards brought. He's just sitting there waiting. Ah, what troubles have you brought now? And before he even finishes, Fry Benjamin goes, Gammon, don't. And just a little bit of a slur and edge to his voice when he says that. This has been a complicated day. We've had almost three deaths. I just, we don't need this today. Heinrich somehow is involved. There's some sort of wizard trickery. He kind of spits on the ground. I don't know what's going on anymore, but I think it's a good idea that you're here. So the guard and the people are on the same page. And Sir Gammon looks, he gets a little red and you see a vein kind of throbbing his forehead. Very well. And you can just hear this deep, resentful sigh come out of him. Friar Benjamin, fine, come. And very curt, very short, uh, probably less polite, but there's also less townsfolk around. Follows him in and leads you to where Heinrich is resting. Heinrich, for his part, he's asleep. And you guys are just kind of standing outside the door. So I, I apprise him of generally what has gone on, what we've done, what we've found. I definitely leave out the uh, the ledger of Gammons. But after it all, I produce the necklace in still wrapped as I have it and hand it over to him. A similar one to the one that was on Goodfrey uh, when he perished. I do not know much of the capital, but I assume they have wizards capable of identifying this. And I I feel giving this one over to you. I do not know, Friar Benjamin, what to have done with the other. But 
if they can investigate it. It would take time, but it may ensure the people do not suffer the same attack twice. In this case, several more instances. Sir, Sir Gammon looks at it. He goes, yes, well, I'm sure we can find someone to, to dig deeper into this. He goes, you've, you've done well. What of motive? Have you found any type of reason why these atrocities have happened in my town? As of yet, no. But now that Heinrich is free, I hope that when he awakes, we can ask him questions and he can help us uncover more of the truth of what has happened. Why, who could he owed money to? What creature or menace is causing this pain? But in that light, Heinrich should be guarded. He should not fall ill or under harm. And I saw that your guard, as well as the acolytes here, could do such a job. I'll have a small contingent of guards sent over to guard the chapel. Make sure no harm falls. God knows the people are angry enough. I, I don't need their re- religious center harmed as well. I'd, I'd never hear the end of it. I dare say I, that would be the end of my control here. As absolutely, if Friar Benjamin will, will allow, Friar Benjamin just, he's not happy, clearly, but gives his assent. Unless there's anything else. No. I have a warm bed that I plan to go to. This has been a long and stressful day, and I've much paperwork to catch up on tomorrow. Without even giving a nod goodbye, he just kind of stands up and walks out. Friar Benjamin's asshole. And, uh... As well, though it's not a warm bed, I too should find my rest. Thank you, Benjamin. <laughs> For the kind words and the kind drink. I, you can just hear that little slip as he says it. It's, do, you, do you need... Would you like an acolyte? To help guide you. I can find my way. Yeah. You sure? Yes. There's a lot of acolytes. I would not trouble, especially if there is danger on the way. I wouldn't. Yes, yes. He goes, I hear Tabaxi can... S- Never mind. Thank you. And may tomorrow bring better warmth and success to our journey. I He goes, if not... Paylor's warmth, and he kind of slaps near the howl thug from his little jug. Paylor's warmth will envelope me nonetheless. <laughs> Quill, Quill <laughs> chuckles and leaves as as quickly as he can. And once he reaches the door, he snaps his fingers, gets the gecko out, and makes his way out of town. At the campsite, that cigarettes by now set up a fire, found a you know that patch of trees. Found a good spot where we're kind of up on an overlook a little bit. So we can kind of see out around us as much as we can. And yeah, just sets up a uh, bedroll, gets his mess kit out, uh, gets some food going for him and and presumably story too. Um, I'm going to burn a day of rations just to kind of cook a meal for everybody. And then... Um, story took out her Tinder box and was like starting to go. And you just kind of go up to... No. Just snap a finger. <laughs> just like I've got a flame on my finger and I just put it into the fire. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Ironically, ice, fire, and I have 
a great relationship. Frankly, any element if you wanted to, but uh, those are the ones I prefer. And uh, yeah, they just in that in that spare time, Ziggurat kind of chats up Story and uh, tries to get to know Story as much as she will. He probably monopolizes a conversation a little more. Still not used to like her being nonverbal. And uh, maybe as the conversation goes on, he realizes she's not talking, so he gives pauses for her to to respond. I, I can imagine just like this kind of awkward, like oh. And and like stories like trying to, <laughs> it just keeps going. There starts being more and more intricate doodles <laughs> around the paper that she's communicating. <laughs> Ornate, like really, it's like fractals. <laughs> it's just yeah, like the, the first one that you hold up to me to like respond is from like five topics ago, and it's just like very very beautiful. <laughs> and and Ziggurat gets. And stuff because we're you know in the trees and you know Ziggurat gets the hint after that one. It's like oh sorry, yeah. And too like Ziggurat, I, I imagine you're like used to talking to yourself. Yeah, this is not a big change for you, really. Mostly, yeah. Monologuing, he probably tells story a little bit about his deal. Um, he basically says like leaf in the wind kind of situation he uh um it, it tells about his parents a little bit and he he also tells story too like the only the last sorcerer in the dragonborn bloodline the the fire dragon bloodline um so you know you're not, not sure if you ever came across a dragonborn uh a dragon blood sorcerer but us dragonborns just kind of indicating and talking about it a little more painting that picture again of his view of um and pride of being a sorcerer and being dragonborn and uh, explaining that a little bit so yeah just kind of giving story the the background to to him a little bit he probably told quill at some point too do you uh do you show off the wand at all or no i do not mention that it's a family heirloom she's seen me use the wand but uh that's something that ziggurat is not so uh boisterous about okay and she does pay attention it's a story and you just see her like vociferously writing notes. Yep, there's no just really uh, the the doodles have more and more to do with what you're talking about. <laughs> one one's just like this sad little little Ziggurat like by himself in a corner and like the parents just walking off in another direction. Ziggurat actually mentions too, like, hey, uh, back from your city, you didn't happen to see any dragon bones or hear about any dragon bones at any point in your time there, huh? I don't know. Did I? No, no. You, you, no. you've maybe like heard talk of dragonborns, but you, you, you probably haven't ever actually seen one. Yeah. Well, Grandma had been everywhere. Yeah. So like, she would know of dragon, but not at best. You would have maybe seen them like on the if you had ever gone to like docks or something like that, or to like any of the ports or anything like that with Grandma, kind of off to the east. But no, uh, not really. So yeah, she says, never, you're the first I've met, but, you know, I've heard of them through Grandma. You're my first frosty lizard person. First frosty lizard. And is like, yeah, of course. Didn't expect so so early on in my journey. At some point, though, planning, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know if it's supposed to find my parents or supposed to find my betrothed, if you will. You've got to find someone to extend the bloodline. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm out here. Figure the comfort of home was probably too comfortable. 
you know, right about in there, we'll say that's that's when uh, when Quill kind of walks up and you, he's drunk. Yeah, he's he's probably pretty drunk at this point. <laughs> I mean, that was strong booze. And you can kind of hear like this erratic tapping and it's like far more forceful than it needs to be as he's walking as he's walking. If Story and Zigrit could do a perception check for him. And why the hell not? Quill, why don't you do one with disadvantage? That's an eight. With disadvantage, so not bad. Mm, that'd, uh, that'd be a seven. Uh, it'd be a 19 for Zigrit. So, Zigrit, as you're kind of talking, you notice Quill a ways off. Irregular tapping. Story's trying to get her note in. <laughs> yeah. As... As Zigrid's like still like talking, Quill kind of comes into the firelight. You see this kind of shadowy form behind him. It's about half his size. You can't quite make out any features. And that's where we'll end for the night. <laughs> I got I got real schnookered and now, now we're gonna fight again. Oh man. <laughs> I know I've got you hooked when everyone starts like leaning in a little bit. <laughs> well, it's that time again. It's time to be done with our episode. I really just want to thank everyone who's already followed us on social media or on Twitch for our live shows. I want to encourage you, if you haven't done one of those wonderful things I just said, to pop on over to Twitch. Give us a follow on there. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, wherever you might be most commonly on social media. Otherwise, you can go over to our website, www.ubergeekmedia.com, and show us some love there. You can subscribe to our upcoming newsletter. You can see what other content we're working on. If you're feeling really extra, you can click that donate button and send us just a little cheddar. Thanks. Have a good night.